0: It's 11 o'clock, I'm Todd Harding. The top stories, the deadline for domestic helpers to take a compulsory COVID-19 test passes. A medical group says the government's vaccine bubble is doing little to combat hesitancy about inoculation and the professional teachers' union warns of a looming shortage of experienced educators. The deadline for domestic helpers to take a compulsory COVID-19 test has now passed. The government order, seen by some as discriminatory, was issued late last month to combat a mutated variant cluster linked to an arrival from Dubai. Earlier, officials said most of the city's 370,000 helpers had already been tested, but that 50,000 bookings had been made for this weekend. This woman, Rosemary, said she didn't have to wait long for a test in Central. Last week there are so many people, so that's why I cannot come. Yeah, because I don't have time. I'll go back and then booking, but I cannot booking. That's why I wait for the last day today. The SAR reported no local COVID cases today. The only imported case involved a woman from Argentina. A medical sector group says its poll has found little interest among people here for getting inoculated so they can take advantage of the government's vaccine bubble scheme. The bubble allows vaccinated people to visit establishments such as karaoke parlours and bars. But the Patients and Healthcare Professionals Rights Association said 88% of more than 700 people it polled felt the offer wouldn't encourage them to get the jab. Its convener, Dr Jeffrey Pong, said many people also questioned whether they were fit enough to get the vaccine.
1: For all these severe fatalities and uh, cases like that, we should have a more up-to-date, relevant studies, or you know, those by the by the by, the, by, the, by, the, by our uh, expert groups in the government, in order to prove that those cases are not related. Because uh, as far as just now I, I mentioned, because when we listen on the radio or newspaper reading, there's a fatality, and a few days later there might be another expert coming out saying that that case is not related, but. Sometimes uh, people get absent-minded and they will forget about the, the relation.
0: The government says just over a million people here have now received at least one COVID vaccine dose. That's just over 16% of the population. The Professional Teachers Union is warning of a looming shortage of experienced educators with as many as 40% of teachers in an online poll saying they wish to leave the sector. The Protomoxy Union asked more than 1000 teachers from kindergarten to secondary level about their intentions, of those looking to quit about half had a concrete plan to resign or retire. Union head from Wa said politics and social issues had put many off the classroom with middle ranking teachers particularly disaffected. Higher years of service and also uh, in the middle management in school, they tend to have a, a high intention to leave profession. The PTU is too worried about this because maybe uh, many of those experienced uh, middle management are teachers. If they go, then means uh, we have to train up more teachers to take up this role. But in the short term, there may be a shortage, and it will affect the running of the school and also um, the teaching quality. A group of single mothers from the mainland say they've been left destitute because they haven't been able to cross the border to work during the pandemic. While their Hong Kong-born children study here, the women do not have ID cards and can't legally work in the SAR. The Society for Community Organisation says 90% of more than 100 mothers and children it surveyed reported symptoms of depression. Si Lai San says the authorities can help. First, of course, the Hong Kong government, they can liaise with the Chinese government, so they can apply for the one-way permits,
1: and then they can get underdica in Hong Kong, so they can have a job, they can improve their income, and they can earn their living by themselves. And besides, the government can have some temporary help for them, for example, the food bank if they can cover those two-way permits with the document mother or they can give counselling. And besides, for example, they can give some temporary financial assistance for these children, for this family.
0: The U.S. space agency NASA has criticized China for allowing one of its rockets to make an uncontrolled return to Earth, with fragments coming down in the Indian Ocean. NASA said China was failing to meet responsible standards. The rocket re-entered the atmosphere over the Arabian Peninsula, where most of it was burnt up. Two men accused of posting backup copies of sensitive articles are to face a Beijing court on Tuesday on charges of picking quarrels and provoking trouble. The pair, who volunteer for a website called Terminus 24-9, were arrested in April last year for reposting articles on the early days of the COVID-19 pandemic that had been deleted by the authorities. Among the articles were pieces commemorating the late Dr Li Wenliang, who drew attention to the outbreak in Wuhan. You're listening to RTHK. The time is almost exactly five minutes past 11. Funerals have been taking place for dozens of young girls killed in a multiple bomb attack at their school in the Afghan capital, Kabul. Pictures on social media show grieving families at their children's gravesides on a dusty hilltop overlooking the city. More than 50 people died when three devices exploded as pupils streamed out of class. This girl described what she saw. I was with a
1: classmate of mine. We were leaving school and I was walking with her when it happened. My classmate died. A few minutes later there was another explosion and then another. Everyone was screaming and there was blood everywhere.
0: The dead are from Afghanistan's Hazara community, an ethnic minority who are Shia Muslims. They're regularly targeted by Islamic State militants. President Putin has overseen Moscow's traditional Victory Day Parade, commemorating the anniversary of the defeat of Nazi Germany. The parade coincides with strained relations with the West, partly because of the recent build-up of Russian troops on the border with Ukraine. This report from the BBC's Steve Rosenberg in Moscow. The parade on Red Square featured more than 12,000 troops and the very latest Russian military hardware. It was a display designed not only to celebrate the past, the victory over Nazi Germany, but to send a clear message to the outside world, that Russia today is a military superpower. In his speech, President Putin said Russia would uphold international law, but at the same time would firmly protect its national interests. The technology billionaire Elon Musk has appeared as guest host on the American TV show Saturday Night Live. The head of Tesla cars and SpaceX said people needed to understand that someone who reinvented electric cars and planned to send humans to Mars was not likely to be, as he put it, a normal dude. I'm actually making history tonight as the first person with Asperger's to host SNL. Or at least the first to admit it. An undercover investigation by British journalists has covertly filmed Queen Elizabeth's cousin, Prince Michael of Kent, talking about taking large sums of money from a prospective client for access to the Kremlin. Undercover reporters from Channel 4 television and the Sunday Times newspaper posed as representatives of a South Korean company dealing in gold. In secretly recorded meetings, Prince Michael, who does not receive any UK government funding like senior royals, appears to agree to make such representations after being offered a large fee. And how about uh, the fee, 200,000 US dollars that we have offered? Was it acceptable, sir? Oh, yes, uh, very much, sir. Uh, thank you. Yes, indeed. Uh, very good. Thank you so much, yes. In a statement, Prince Michael's office said he hadn't met President Putin since 2003 and that his representative had made suggestions that Prince Michael would not have been able to fulfil. An Italian magistrate murdered by gangsters 31 years ago has been put on the path to sainthood. Pope John Paul II declared Rosario Livatino a martyr for justice and the faith, opening the way for today's ceremony in the Sicilian city of Agrigento. The BBC's Mike Sanders reports. Rosario Livatino's bloodstained shirt is now displayed as a relic in Agrigento's cathedral. He was just 37 when gunmen from a mafia splinter group, the Stida, raked his modest Ford Fiesta car with bullets as he drove to court in September 1990. He declined a bodyguard. Four men were convicted. Rosario Livatino's youthful good looks earned him the posthumous nickname the Kid Judge. He'd helped convict 40 people over bogus public contracts and corruption at the local port, making powerful enemies. To sports and football, Manchester City will still have to wait to claim the English Premier League title after cross-city rivals Manchester United beat Aston Villa 3-1 at Villa Park. In the early game, Wolves came back to beat Brighton 2-1. Formula One now and Lewis Hamilton has claimed his fifth successive Spanish Grand Prix ahead of Red Bull's Max Verstappen after a Mercedes pit stop masterstroke. Hamilton moved on to 98 career wins as his teammate Valtteri Bottas took third, with Charles Leclerc's Ferrari in fourth in Barcelona. And to end the news, the top stories once again. The deadline for domestic helpers to take a compulsory COVID-19 test passes. A medical group says the government's vaccine bubble is doing little to combat hesitancy about inoculation. And the professional teachers' union warns of a looming shortage of experienced educators. The news... From RTHK. Thanks to Todd Harding. <laughs>
1: Lights, Kevin Lewis.
0: Ten minutes after eleven, hour two of Sunday Late. <laughs> Terry Walker.
1: It's still my choice to make.
0: And Terry Walker into this hour of the programme. This is my time. We're going to head straight back to our featured album, the uh, 2019 debut release from Yola. She's Yolanda Quarty, and uh, the album is called Walk Through Fire and Shady
1: Grove.